0: Hey guys, Pastor Marcus here. Welcome to the Pomo Pastor Podcast, where our focus is going to be how to optimize your local Adventist church. I hope you're blessed by what you hear and that it inspires you to make a difference in your local church today. Hey, what's up everybody? It's Marcus and I've got an amazing announcement today, actually. Before I begin the video, three simple traits that every Adventist church should have, I want to give you guys a bit of news. So at the moment, this YouTube channel, podcast, blog, this entire project is known by its website's name, pomopastor.com. However, all that is about to change. Years ago when I started doing Pomo Pastor, it was just a blog. That's really all it was. Pomo being a nickname for postmoderns and pastor being a church leader. Uh, those were sort of the ideas that I brought together when I started the blog, because I wanted to talk about the relationship between church, church leadership and reaching the postmodern generation. However, this whole project is way more than just a blog now. It's got a podcast, it's got a YouTube channel, uh, I've got a, a book that I've written that will be published sometime um, soon, I hope, and just a whole lot of different things that are happening. And the focus of the project has moved more toward transforming the local church for mission. So I've decided that it's time to rebrand the whole project. And I'm rebranding from pomopasta.com to thestorychurchproject.com. Now the reason why I chose the name The Story Church Project is because the name of the book that I've written is Story Church. And in that book, I talk about how to revitalize the local Adventist church using a really simple process. It doesn't require you to be some charismatic, administrative giant of a leader. It's a really simple process, which, if applied and contextualized, can really help turn your church around. So... The Story Church Project, I'm hoping, will be launched by the end of August. Nothing else is going to change, guys, but the name of the project is no longer pomopasta.com. It's going to be the Story Church Project. So that's my news, guys. That's the update. Keep your eyes and ears or whatever it is you use uh, alert to that because that change should be coming by the end of the month, if not if not at the very beginning of of the next month. All right, now on to today's topic, three simple traits that every Adventist church should have. Guys, this post today is inspired by an amazing book, an amazing book that if you haven't read it, you've got to read it. You've got to get your elders to read it, um, your, 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 your leaders to read it. Uh, it's called Mission Shift, written by K. B. DeWall. He is a lecturer at Avondale University, and um, I'm not getting any commission <laughs> for promoting his book. It's, it's good. It's amazing. It's a great book that really, really, t- you know, it just talks about um, sort of the ideological foundation for mission. And as I read this book, one of the quotes, it's, it's a quote that comes up very early in the book. But even with that, it stands out to me as probably the key thing that inspired the book for him and that inspired um, my blog post this week. And it's this. This is what the Wall says. He says, the local Adventist church is in danger of becoming irrelevant, even outdated. Wow. Now, he talks about that a lot in the book and he expands on that and he explains that. But in today's blog post, I want to give my own little spin on that because I believe that I believe he's true. I believe he's right. First of all, I believe he's right. I believe that we are in danger of becoming relevant, even outdated. And I think for many local Adventist churches, we're already there. And that's why we're seeing the youth exodus. And that's why we're seeing the leadership teams aging and emerging generations not connecting with the church. And so that's what I want to talk about today. What are three simple tips that I can give from my experience that will be really helpful with turning your church around? Now, let me make a disclaimer. There is no way that I can tell you how to revive your church in a simple 10-minute video, all right? I'm not that naive, and I hope you aren't either. These three simple tips, I hope, will give you something to start thinking about and working towards now if you want more then i invite you to go to pomopastor.com or maybe you're watching this video in september so it's now the storychurchproject.com, and subscribe to the seven part video series because there i share a lot more meat with you but here we go three simple traits every Adventist church should have number one elasticity elasticity when i was in the army one of the things that we discovered very quickly during the tour during our tour in iraq was that the enemy was constantly adapting he was constantly changing and we were having to play cat and mouse with the enemy because the enemy was always adapting and changing and tweaking and adjusting and they would study us and they would observe us and they would find weaknesses and we would develop a new tactic and they would study that and they would find weaknesses and we very quickly we realized we've got not oh, we, we have to stop trying to adapt to the enemy. We have to become adaptable. That's what elasticity is. Elasticity is the skill. It's the ability to change. It's not changing. It's the ability to change. That's the difference. Changing is the result of having an elastic culture but you need to have an elastic culture in order for that change to take place. So elasticity, that's what our churches need because Satan's constantly adapting, he's constantly tweaking, he's constantly you know, adjusting things. And just when we think we've figured out a way to reach the culture, it changes again. And if we're always trying to adapt to the changes, it's a cat and mouse game that we never really quite get ahead of. What we need is we need to develop the ability to be elastic. Number two, intimacy. Now, let me tell you this. I don't know how many Adventist churches I've been to where people say, oh, we're a friendly church. I got to be honest with you guys, confession time, I can't stand friendly churches, all right? Now, here's the reason why I can't stand friendly churches. I don't like them because God never called us to be friendly, okay? He never called us to be friendly. He called us to love one another. And you can be friendly and not be loving. And so the number two thing that Adventist churches need, local Adventist churches need, they want to avoid becoming irrelevant and outdated, is intimacy. We need to be intimate, guys. And that's something that's missing in our culture today. That's something that we can offer that they can't find anywhere else. Intimacy. We need to pray for each other. We need to care for each other. We need to look out for one another. We need to be involved in one another's lives. We need to be doing life together during the week. Our Sabbath schools shouldn't just be about going through some lesson pamphlet. It should be about nurturing and caring for one another, taking time to share stories and testimonies, not just going Monday, Tuesday, you know, come on, really. We need to be intimate, guys. Intimacy is something that's never gonna get outdated because let's face it, the more we progress in technology, the less intimacy we see in society. And that's something as a church that we can offer that they can't find anywhere else. Number three, the third thing that Adventist churches need if they want to avoid becoming irrelevant or outdated, is sensitivity. Now what do I mean by that? I've witnessed this thing in Christian culture, sort of a danger in, in Christian culture, and it's this, it's that over time, the longer you're in the church, and the longer you're surrounded by people who see the world the way you do, the less sensitive you become to how other people see the world. And the more you expect other people to respond the way you think they should respond. Here's a little example. How many of you sit on an uncomfortable pew every Sabbath listening to substandard music and boring sermons and you kinda don't like it, but you know, it's okay. Doesn't really bother you that much. See, that's a problem because we Christians, we've been in church for so long, we think this is normal. We think this is okay. We think this is acceptable, but it's not if we're really wanting to reach people where they are, we have to be sensitive. We have to be able to appreciate how they see things and how they feel about things and adapt in order to meet them. Now, some people look at this and they say, oh, we're compromising with the world. Nobody's compromising anything. Seriously, that, that language, that mentality, that's immaturity, All right, Nobody's compromising anything. What we're saying is, how can we be sensitive? How can we Maybe adapt some of the things that we do that are are, are, are not even good, things that we put up with because we're so used to them. How can we change them and adapt them, make them more enjoyable and and more interesting and more beautiful so that as we connect with people who aren't used to this sort of lifestyle, that they'll find the beauty in it that we see as well. So there you have it, guys. Three simple traits that every Adventist church should have. Elasticity, intimacy, sensitivity. If we develop those traits in our local churches, it's not the end-all be-all of the conversation. There's a lot more to do. But if we develop those three traits, we will significantly reduce our danger of becoming irrelevant and outdated. Thanks for hanging out, guys. I'll catch you next week. Well, that's all I've got time for today. But if you want some more, just come hang out at pomopastor.com. Thanks again for spending some time listening to the podcast. I'll catch you on the next one.